your host, Larry Thomas, a.k.a. The Grey Wolf. And you are inspiration for a nation, people. Welcome to the show. Cleverly said, cleverly spoken. Cleverly said, cleverly spoken. Cleverly said, cleverly spoken. We only ask one question. The kids call me Coach T. 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 Thank you for tuning in. Welcome, 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 welcome. Yeah. Inspiration for a nation. That's what we all are. Huh? This weekend concludes. And it was introduced by one thought. One thought. Fathers. Lord, I'ma just ask you that you give me the strength to bring to the nation what needs to be delivered. So let's go. On the table today is something that we like to say, fathers. For some of us, that's gonna make us cringe. For all of us, we're gonna think of deadbeat. For now, the majority of us, we're gonna look at it and say sperm donator. Fathers. So, what brings this apart? We happen to know a couple of men in this planet. That happen not to be a good example But we don't understand what happens with that good example That bad example Is mixed Into the weapons Of the population With the good apples Good, good apple Bad example We rot So what happens to a nation That's rotting Stay with me, I'm going somewhere. The nation is rotten. I'm gonna try to bring this home, Father. Give me a second. The reason why I'm struggling is that I recorded this topic four times in a row. 20 minutes. 30 something minute a 42 minute and then a 49 minute clip straight 
no take. I mean, one take, no redo, no editing. And what was amazing, each time I, I did it and had to do it again, it's because something technologically, technologically was going wrong with the software or the computer. So what I noticed is someone, something does not want this message out. So I prayed about it. I'm not one to talk about prayer in a podcast. I prayed about it. I ain't one to be telling those to go look at God. I went and talked to God. I'm not one to pretend that I'm a pastor of some sort, because I'm not. But then again, we find ourselves in a circumstance where destiny and delivery will decide our outcome. Fathers. So after I prayed about it, I took some time to think about the young men that I coach and women. I thought about some of the issues that we have inside the locker room with the young men and women. I thought about some of the, 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 the circumstances that we have to deal with as a community in dealing with these same young women. I even thought about the ones, the ones of us who work in a school system, right? And inside of this school system, inside of that classroom, inside of that teaching opportunity and engagement, there's that one child who's angry and don't know why. Don't know why. They go to counseling. They go to therapists. They go to therapists. They go to counseling. They go to parents. They go to the principal. They go to the dean. They go to the cool guy like me. They go back to the dean. They go to a para. They get a para. They get medication. They go through all of these things, but nobody ever asks one question. Where's the father? Because we know to ask the question when it's time for child support. We know to ask the question when it's time for quote-unquote daddy daytime or things that daddy needs to do, like sports, right? Or discipline. Or whatever. Why did I say whatever? In these moments that we can't figure out the role of where the other person or parent is supposed to play in, we tend to step in that role. step inside of that role we allow ourselves to see to be and become what those are or aren't try to get into something today's topic not purposely done because of the weekend that it fell on not purposely done because the new holiday as a wise man once told me there are no such thing as coincidence Fathers, 
fathers. So this weekend we honor fathers, stepfathers, role model fathers, grandfathers, uncle fathers, brother fathers, mama's fathers, mama's mama's fathers. However it happens in your life. Fathers. Right? So what we need to understand is that there's a difference between being a nurturing caregiver, a guardian, and a father. A father. The protector. Right? Okay. I'm not one to preach. I might be one to teach. But I ain't one to preach. I found myself in prayer. I found myself saying, God, why is this? Many years of my life, I looked around and I felt that I was the only person going through what I was going through dealing with my sperm donator. Right? And I lived with him. He's emotionally disconnected. He's physically present. He's emotionally disconnected. I learned how to be a dad or what the image of a father figured that I wanted from my next door neighbor's parents, my cousin, father, my four brothers, Yang, one, two, three, and four, my brother-in-law and Bill Cosby Bill Cosby not Bill Cosby Bill Cosby (laughs) I learned how to be affectionate, loving, caring by seeing Bill Cosby okay so In my prayer, here's where I was led. Not that I was led to this book, chapter and verse. It's just I happened to go into Bible Gateway and I typed in something like a word, maybe, I don't know, father. I went there because there's a guy who walked around this earth who was pretty, had everything together on the spiritual side, right? And he always turned to his father. Okay. There's a book that was written, I don't know, 2,000 years ago with some smarter people than us because all they had was their imagination. And we live in a society of the results of our imagination. They're creating, we're using. Anyway. When I typed in fathers in the Google search, this is what it said. It went to Ephesians 6 and 4. Ephesians 6 and 4. Watch this. Okay. And ye, fathers, provoke not your children to wrath. And then there's some fancy punctuation mark that comes after the word wrath. Which tells the speaker to stop, reflect, think, digest. What I just say? 
and ye fathers provoke not your children to wrath. Okay, listen, stick with me. The airplane's about to take off. We're boarding. We just completed boarding. We're on the runway. And I'm going to let you know when we're about to... On the runway taxing, taxiing. And I'm going to let you know when we're about to take off. You're going to understand the difference. The absence of the father in the household leaves the youngin' in the household to do a few things. Here are some of the effects. They struggle with self-identity. Young men walking around this world not understanding... Who came before them? Let alone history. I'm not talking world history, U.S. history. I'm talking about who brought life that brought the life that brought the life, 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 life of the man that gave you your last name. That gave you your height body bill your spirit your charisma your charm your looks your jawline your shoulders your hands your fingers toes who gave it to you hmm. it didn't only come by the woman that self identity that that child is in neglect of finding been removed by one person who father stick with me stick with me can't identify with yourself you're in a world full of people you're looking around and you're trying to observe whom or what or which type of man you are from or are going to become self-identity You got to turn the TV and find from a television program about a character who's written or created in a room full of other writers with an eraser to make sure that you understand what a father's supposed to look like. Father. child usually grows up and winds up hating himself. Why? Single parent mom, can't stand the father, hates everything that you identify with when you do certain things that remind her of her former mate, aka your father. Oh my God, I hate when you do that. Don't do that. You look just like your father. Why you gotta stand that way? You standing just like your father. Oh, not for nothing. Not for nothing. The way you just said that was just like your father. All of which has a negative connotation to it. The listener, child, knows you can't stand father. And every time you speak of the father, it's never in a good term. What is the child learning to do? They learn to hate that they do anything 
that resembles their father. Subconsciously. And it's done all in all to please the mother. They suppress certain things about themselves. They suppress the other side of the chromosomes, not literally, but figuratively, to appease the parents. Oh, God. Whew. Stay with me. Self hatred. We're in a world full of self-hatred. We mark our body. We medicate our body and our spirit. We over-medicate our body and spirit because we hate what we see on a day-to-day basis. In turn, hating yourself because you're having an area of love that is deprived of you. And that the, that where you're being deprived is supposed to be taught, nurtured, and given to you by your dad. Hmm. Don't worry. I told you I had to pray about this one. The areas that you lack, that you can't go out, and you can't find happiness are usually stemming from one event in a child's life. Remember, child development. People who are smarter than me with a whole lot of alphabets written behind their name and a whole bunch of paperwork in a frame have come to the conclusion that a child between the ages of zero and seven will learn Every and anything that it needs to learn So that when it becomes an adult Said learning kicks in And that learning behavior that kicks in Is whom they're going to be 8 to 0 to 7 Stay with me With taxiing Stay with me So when that child grows up And the image that it sees, the features that it has, don't like them. Self-hatred. You want to say it's about skin. You want to say it's about the economy. You want to say it's the environment. You want to say it's the hood. You want to say it's our education. You want to say it's whatever the hell you want to say it is. But there's always one common factor that continues to get overlooked in every circumstance in every environment, in every facet, in every corner, in every crevice, in every situation that is plaguing the black family, there's one thing. Fathers. Let's continue. Thank you, good old Willie Lynch. And this message is brought to you by Willie Lynch. Two-day commitment. This is brief. You think you're a good dad? Why? Because you have no example of what a father is. I'm in my shorty's life. I'm with him two times a month. Two times every every week. Two times a week. I get him on the weekends. I'm good. No, you're not. You only committed for two days. 
and I can tell you why. I was a step parent. Step parent. Yep, me. And unfortunately, when he had issues and didn't want to deal or reach outside of the initial home, I was there. He didn't have to go outside. I was there. He got the advice that he needed. I was there. He got the playtime that was needed. I was there. He got the encouragement. I was there. He got the role model. I was there. He got a picture. I was there. He got an idea. I was there. Step Stepdad. Father. The creator of the life. Father. The DNA bond. Father. It's not. I'll let you understand and feel it. Because that leads to, Dad, where are you when I hurt? Because he or she is there to fill that void. Where are you? The children of... The children, our young black men. I'm going. The hell with the taxi. Our young black men are growing up in this world. And they're going through this self-hate. And self and an identity crisis and are growing up with thoughts of where were you when I was hurting where were you when I needed you when I got bullied when I got picked on when I got teased where were you where were you when I got jumped where were you where were you to teach me about my about how to date a woman where were you Where were you to teach me how to choose a mate? Where were you? Where were you when it wasn't time to... Hold on for a second. Because I'm going to piss some of y'all off, but I want y'all to come back. So I'm going to piss y'all off in a good way. Where were you, you absent-ass nigga? Yeah, I said it. Absent ass nigga No good dog you And I ain't talking about A color of his skin or a nation You infidel Always win You not being there Are leading these same kids With these self image And self identity Issues that are hurting When they show up When they show up and have to get counseling. When they show up and have to meet with the principal. When you, parent, guardian, family member, got to show up to represent them or sign them out because they've been tweaking all day. Here's the issue. The unsaid rule. Where's the daddy? All the other side of who that child can't identify with is missing. Where's the daddy? Where's the hero? Where's the cape? Where's your superpower, you coward? You so far from a Desmond Howard. (laughs) 
But yet, our children grow up in an environment where other children are growing up. In an environment where these children who have grown up, grown up are meeting other people with children or whom are children that have grown up and or may have children of themselves and all of them have the same thing in common where the hell is the father so the children are having children and we let me calm down and are bringing more children into this world without the father Where are those children? Because that verse said, Fathers, fathers, provoke not your children to wrath. Uh oh. Ladies and gentlemen, fasten your seatbelt. We're about to take off. Provoke not your children to wrath. When a child is flipping over a desk, where's the dad? When that child starts to bully other kids, where's the father? When that child chooses to sling dope, unless the dad is involved in it too, but usually not, where's the Because the father's not going to take money from, take drug money in the household of a child and say, it's okay, son. You go back out there and kill the rest of our nation. The father's not going to do that. The mother would. The father's not going to do, do that. The hell would a father accept money from a child to pay for everything that would disgrace his manhood? And if you're a father, you ain't a mangina. If you're a air drone daddy, you're a mangina. Sperm donator, mangina. Rolling stone, mangina. So let's stick with it. Manginas. I'm talking to you for Father's Day. Please be aware that these young men who are hurting, we get introduced to it first in the school system before it gets to the rest of society. We see the pattern. We see it. We're on the front line. We see it before the cops see it. And what we miss, that's what winds up happening. The choices start to slip. They get narrow. So these same young men who are being raised with anger, these same young men being raised with anger, you know what happens to these young men? The ones who are in the game. Come on. Like you don't know. Like you don't know your son is in the game. You're lying, heathen. And what happens? What happens? These young men who are 9, 10, 11, 12, 
are already deciding if I'm going to be Crip, Blood. What's set in the Crips and the Blood? Before they went through puberty, they packing a pistol. Before their prom date or graduation from high school, they're attempting to take a body, catch a body. They're attempting to take somebody's life. Hold up. They're in the street slinging dope. I ain't talking about weed because it's legalized. Dope. Crack cocaine. Cocaine, meth, amphetamine, heroin. They slinging it. They slinging it. And the poisons are destroying the natures and future leaders of us all. Fuck. Where the hell are you? Come home! Come home! I have to go to prayer. Come home. Come home. Come home. Why? Because the children are provoked to wrath. These children are murdering each other's children. The young fatherless men are dying in the streets because they can't find value within. Oh, I'm going somewhere. I'm gonna end here in the next in the next couple. Watch this. <sighs> Father. 70% of African American children grow up in single parent households. Facts. 70% of the dropouts don't have a father figure at home. Facts. Schools have allowed students to move on without knowing anything from the previous grades. And no one is there saying that this is not acceptable. The leaders, the elders, where are you? Fathers, where are you? Children without a dad are more likely to be more promiscuous. It's not the woman, it's the dad. But in this country, this feminism or the women women's rights the legalization of everything has allowed us to allow our children to suffer let's continue our children suffer with more jail time check fatherless figure candidate 
more behavioral issues than the norm. Chuck! Another baby. Fatherless victim issue. Children! Out of wedlock. Triple check. You doing what you see, son. And the reason why you having this and it's running on in this ongoing cycle, because look at what you see. You seen your mama have men in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out. So what do you think you do? In, out, in, out, in, out. So what happens next? When that child is conceived, what do you do? Male or female, I ain't talking to, to neither. What do you do? How do you handle it? You handle it the same way your mother handled it. Her anxiety is your anxiety. Her shortcoming is your shortcoming. Her effects of subconscious things are your subconscious things. <laughs> Fathers. What we have next? Mental health issues. One common cause. In the mental health issues, the largest number is fathers. The absentee of. We got to release the pain that's tied up in a home. And you have to come home. You have to come home. You don't get to leave your child and go to another woman's house. Can... And you ain't even conceived those children and raise those children as yours and you leave yours home. Defend for self, you coward. Man, China. Inside of that verse, it says that the father provoked not your children to wrath. And these children, we have a generation of children that will blow your head off in the middle of Palm Sunday. They could care less. And the majority of all these young brown men and women have zero male role model in their life. The father. So like I said, I went I went to prayer, right? I got a verse. I'm going to read the whole verse. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. When you bring a child up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord, you as the father are showing the, represent, are the representative on earth for the heavenly father for the child. The child learns to love God through you. The child learns that. We have a a nation full of children. We are a godless nation. You wonder why? Because we're a fatherless nation. You wonder why? You wonder. And on Father's Day, 
The amazing thing about Father's Day is that Saturday night in New York City about 2.20 a.m. I watched that three-quarter moon turn blood. No, 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 no. This, this was different. The clouds behind the moon were red. There was a mist in the air over the, over the moon. It looked like, you know, someone spray, paint, spray painted a circle or three-quarter of a circle cut out. And how the, the paint would just spread and smear to the other layers of paper. Then ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath. But bring them up in the nurture and admission of the Lord. We have a generation who are being raised alone. And they are hurting and being placed on prescription and are finding themselves in prison and murdering each other and selling poison to one another and robbing their brother because of their father. I beg of you beg of you to search your heart come on home just come home what you gotta do is just come home the children need you and I'm gonna leave you with something that was odd about that blood moon on Juneteenth, Pride Month, and Father's Day, all on the same time. The book says in Malachi 4 6 that he will turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the hearts of the children to their parents. Or else, I not, not me, not the gray wolf. I, meaning the father, God, will come and strike the land with total destruction. I thought that was real peculiar. That we had a blood moon on all three of those events at 2.20 in the morning. Come on home, fathers. It's time to kill that mangina syndrome. Come on home. See you next week.